KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is one of those weeks when going to the movies makes you wonder about the movie industry's future. Horrible Bosses is a great title for a not-great, raunchy comedy. But let me tell you about Project Nim, an enthralling and appalling documentary that opens next week in L.A. James Marsh's film chronicles the collision of two species in an experiment that began in the early 1970s. Researchers set out to prove that a chimpanzee named Nim could learn to communicate with humans if he was raised in a human family. The experiment ended in failure, but the film succeeds in drawing vivid contrasts between the participants. On one side of the species divide, there's limited insight, hypersexuality, unrestrained narcissism, glib delusion, and a deficit in empathy that leads to extreme cruelty. On the other side, Nim tries his best, but he's finally thrown to the wolves for behaving like a chimp. James Marsh won an Oscar two years ago for Man on Wire, his portrait of a French wire walker who walked between the twin towers of the World Trade Center. As in that one, the real people, the movers and shakers of Nim's world, are seen speaking for themselves, and the main ones are a sorry, self-serving lot. The project's prime mover was Herbert S. Terrace, then and now a professor of psychology at Columbia University. He is not to put it mildly, a sympathetic personality. He talks to the camera with a mixture of remoteness and obtuseness. Still, it's easy to understand how excited he must have been by his notion of a scientific experiment with philosophical dimensions. Teaching a chimp to talk in American Sign Language, since simian throats aren't structured for human speech, could be tantamount to making contact with an extraterrestrial intelligence here on Earth. Yet science quickly fell by the wayside after baby Nim, screaming pitifully, was torn from his mother's arms in a birthing compound in Oklahoma and thrust into the permissive chaos of an affluent family on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Notes were seldom taken. Records were kept casually, if at all. The story's only clear-cut hero is Bob Ingersoll, a psychology graduate who loved the chimp for his chimpness, not for his quasi-human traits, and helped save him from a terrible fate after Nim flunked Herb Terrace's long and ill-conceived course. Flunked isn't quite the right word. Nim did learn to sign and to get what he wanted with a vocabulary of 120 words or so, words like food, love, drink, or play. But he never managed to put words into sentences, and that was the criterion for the experiment to be judged a success. I suddenly saw that Nim was a brilliant beggar, Professor Terrace recalls. Suddenly isn't the right word either. It took the professor a very long time to arrive at an insight shared by millions of pet owners who haven't tried to impose sentence structure on their pets. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.